Tonight, we are going to get into an incredible message from Dr. Tara Jenkins. Dr. Jenkins is an incredibly brilliant woman. She's an amazing, amazing, godly person, and she's a leader of leaders, but she knows God's word. And so I want you to get ready. Now, the best way to hear her is when you're shouting amen back or say, praise God, go. So do that while you're watching tonight. But right now, guys, get ready for Dr. Tara. Crossroads family, I am so excited to be with you today. And shout out to Pastors Chuck and Pam. Thank you for having me and hosting me once again. For this time that we have to share together, I want to talk to you from the subject, built to last. Yes, you were built to last. Lionel Richie, a very famous face, a very famous voice, a very famous part of our culture, is known for a variety of talents depending on what generation you may find yourself in right now. Some that are watching television right now may know him as a judge, on American Idol. Some may know him as someone who breaks record with the amount of concert sales he gets because he has such amazing live performances all over the world. But some generations know him for something a little further back, and that's being a part of a group called the Commodores. The Commodores was a group signed to Motown Records, Motown Records being that famous record label that comes out of Detroit, Michigan, that's given us such iconic music from The Temptations, from Diana Ross, from The Supremes. But the song I want to bring up today is a song that came out in 1977, released on Motown Records. It was pinned by Lionel Richie, and the name of that song was Brick House. And as we talk about being built to last, I want to invite you to think about the song Brick House. Now, Brick House was a song that described very descriptively the, the physique of one of God's most creative creations. Yes, our creator. He is a creator who is a creative. And he created something called woman. And one of those most creative creations, Brick House describes the form, the figure, the physique of a woman. But much like it talks about this brick house being mighty, mighty, we all have the almighty to make us like a brick house. Whether you're a man, a woman, a boy, or a girl, we are to be like brick houses. We are to be solid. We are to be strong. And in the scriptures, we see the word describe the type of foundation we are to have and how strong we are to be built because you and I were built to last. It's in two of the gospels that this concept is described, and I want to invite you to look at both. If you look at Matthew chapter 7, and then you put your finger ahead of me at Luke chapter 6. Matthew chapter 7, verse number 24, and Luke chapter 6, verse 46, and 
goes through 49, all right? First, I wanna invite you to look at Matthew 7. And it says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a sensible man who built his house on the rock. The rain fell, the rivers rose, and the winds blew and pounded that house, yet it did not collapse because its foundation was on the rock. Now turn with me over to Luke, the book of Luke, the gospel of Luke, chapter six, verse 46. And it says, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do the things that I say? I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words, acts on them. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. We were built to last. One reason, if you're taking notes, number one, we were built to last is because of our Father. Because of our Father. We have the best builder ever. The best builder ever. If you've ever gone through the process of building a home, the first thing that you want to make sure that you get right is having the right builder. You want to check the track record of the builder. You want to make sure that you know someone who's used this builder before, and you want to look at the builder's work. And if you take this same concept about what we're talking about, our builder has an amazing track record. Our builder has built some amazing things. Just think, in the beginning, Genesis tells us, God created the heavens and the earth, and he decided that this earth needed one of you. What an amazing builder. And so when he built you, when he created you, he created you with everything that you need to do what you were called and created to do so you can get excited about our builder because you were built to last. Yes, storms may come, but you were built to last. Yes, you might get that diagnosis, but you were built to last. Yes, you might have a child that has a challenge that you did not anticipate, but you were built to last. And so number one, we can get excited that we were built to last because of our father. Because of our father, we were built to last. And our father is our builder. Our father, the builder, gave us a blueprint. And this blueprint can help us know every crevice of this place that we're living in on this earth. This builder gave us the blueprint so we can see the unseen things and we can look and research and learn what we need to do with this temple that we are living in. And so number one, we were built to last because of our father. Number two, we were built to last because of our faith. We were built to last because of our faith. You can last through things that other people may not be able to survive because of your faith. Faith is that unseen belief and what you can't see knowing that there is a God that we can feel who is real even when he is invisible. So when we think about our lives and we think about being built by a builder, think about 
touring a house and being amazed by the built-ins. I love to look at HGTV. I love to see a process be completed. And I love when a home has built-ins. That means there's something already built in the house that you don't have to move in external furniture because it's already a part of the house. And so you might want a shelf on that wall. You might want a bookshelf over there. You might want an entertainment center to house your TV and your DVDs. And, and if you're like me and I have a 12-year-old son, all of the gaming cords and consoles, if there's a built-in, you don't have to move anything into it. It's already there for you to set up shop. And the God we serve, the builder who created you, you have built-ins. There are some things that he already put in you in order for you to be able to function and flow in faith. You are enough already because of your built-ins. I recently released a book called Enoughness, The Journey to Discovering Who You Already Are. And through that journey, we go through six stages of enoughness in my book. And you find out that you have some built-ins that maybe you didn't even know about. God put some things in you before you were formed in your mother's womb, before the beginning had begun to begin, before your creation, there was an ordination. God already ordained, ordered you to do some things for him on earth. And you can get excited about your built-ins. There are some built-in gifts in you. There are some built-in talents in you. There's a built-in gift mix that's perfect for where you are, and it's the reason you are where you are, and it's the why. It's the why you are on earth still alive in this day and time. Could it be that you were born for such a time as this? You're just like that brick house. You're built to last. You're built to last because of your father and you're built to last because of your faith. And your faith speaks to your built-ins. There are some things built in you that maybe you didn't even recognize till a challenge calls for it to rise. Sometimes we want God to keep us from certain storms, but God has decided to keep us in and keep us through certain storms. There are certain challenges that might come up in different seasons of your life, but don't worry, there's a built-in for that. There's something built in you because you were built to last. And because you were built to last, that challenge, that struggle, that unforeseen circumstance, that situation will not destroy you. It will not take you out because you were built to last. And he who has begun a good work in you shall complete it until the day of redemption, which means that if Jesus didn't come back today, there's still something for you to do. If you woke up today, there's still something for you to do. You're not too old. You're not too sick. You're not too backwards. <laughs> You're not too clumsy. You still have something to do. There is capacity even in your inabilities. There is strength even in your weaknesses. And so you were built to last. You were built to last because of your father. You were built to last because of your faith. 
and you're built to last because of your foundation. And each of these passages of scripture, it talks about the foundation that you were built on. If you've ever watched the process of a house being built, what's very important is that the foundation is solid, the foundation is stable, and the foundation is even. Recently at my house, we had this crazy reoccurring ant problem that was driving me nuts because it was specifically in our kitchen areas. It was not in the bedrooms. It was not in the den. It was not in the family room. It was specifically in my kitchen. And this was driving me crazy because if ants were coming in the area of the kitchen, I kept having to throw away food in our cabinets, the, the crazy sugary cereal that we shouldn't buy anyway. I kept having to throw items away because of this ant problem. And we could not figure out where it was coming from. Uh, we wiped out everything. We took everything out. Uh, we, we put everything in plastic bins and still they were coming from somewhere. We had three different companies come trying to figure out where is this coming from. And finally, the last visit we had from a specialist said, I see the problem. And the problem was a trunk of a tree that was outside our dining room doors. This trunk of a tree, it was just a stump that was all the way low to the ground, but they could tell that the width of this trunk meant that the roots were all spread out through the floor of our kitchen. And because the roots were still alive with so much coming out of it, it was causing ants to come up through our floors. And it was not until that specialists brought manpower to uproot this stump of a tree to pour all of this um, chemical inside to kill the roots that we were able to solve this ant problem that was beginning to eat away at the heart of our home. And as we talk about being built to last, our foundation is what is most important in us knowing that we are built to last because if you have roots, that were tampering with the foundation, with the flooring, with what you're standing on. It can cause things to fester until you uproot the root. And so take a moment, trace your steps, trace your sounds, trace what's going on in your heart and make sure there's not some root that's still alive in your foundation that's shaking up the way that you are supposed to be living life more abundantly in this season of your life? Could it be the root of unforgiveness that's tampering with your current relationships? 
Could it be that you're bleeding on people that didn't cut you? because you've been hurt in your past? Could it be the root of abandonment from a father, from a parent, from a mother? That abandonment is causing you to act a certain way in your relationships on earth right now. Could it be the root of poverty that's causing you to have the fear of giving and living a generous life as God has called you to live? Could it be the root of uh, losing a loved one to a specific illness that has you living in fear of even going to the doctor and being a good steward of the temple that you're called to live and reside in? What is it that's keeping you from living the life that God designed and created you to live because you were built to last? But if there are roots that are still alive in your foundation, that are tampering with the health of your foundation, it can affect your quality of the life that God designed you to live. And so I want you to know that you were built to last. Just like that brick house, you were built to last. Because of who your father is, you have an amazing builder. Because of your faith, you have built ends that cause you to be able to handle a build out. There is something God wants to do with you beyond you. And then you are built to last because of your foundation. Your foundation is secure and solid in who God is and what God says in his word. And don't let any situation, circumstance, past mistake, past misstep cause you to allow living roots to not be uprooted, to tamper with your foundation. And so I want you to know that you're built to last. Now that brick house song, it talks about our outside, but I want you to get excited about what God put on the inside of you. You're built to last, not because of your shape, but because of your shine. You're built to last, not because of your size, but because of your spirit. You're built to last, not because of your structure, but because of God's substance in you. You were built to last. You're built to last past your past. You're, you're built to last past your haves. You're built to last past what you think you need to be enough. You're already enough. You've got that built in. You're already enough. You've got enough built in to have a built out. You're already enough because your father, because of your faith, because of your foundation. God, I want to thank you right now for every person that's under the sound of my voice. I thank you that you are our creative creator and you created not two of us the same. We each have a different fingerprint, a different footprint. We each have so many unique qualities about us that you put in us. God, we thank you that you thought enough of us that when you were creating the heavens and the earth, that you decided that the earth needed one of us to be your hands and feet, to do your will, to do your work, to shine bright like a diamond, to let our light shine so people don't see us, but as they see us, they see you, that we're not the attraction, we're the arrow. We're just pointing people to you. So God, allow us not to have a shaky foundation, allow us not to build our thing, our life on things that not, are not eternal. God, allow us to build only on what you've told us to do, only on what your word says. Help us to not try to build 
on shaky ground, on temporary things, on temporary lust, on temporary wants, on temporary likes. Help us not to build, try to build based on social media acceptance. Help us not to build based on comparisonitis, but help us to build on your word, your word that says we're fearfully and wonderfully made, your word that says that we're your handiwork, your word that says that you'll supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory. Your word, God, is what we want to stand on, knowing that your word says that flowers may wither, grass may fade, but it is your word that will stand forever. We're built to last as we stand on your word together. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You were built to last. Amen, amen, amen. And I love that. I love that. And don't forget, you were built to last. And I'm a brick house. <laughs> I don't, I, okay, I'm the only one. All right. It's a lonely watch part. No, I'm kidding. Um, here's what I want you to know, is that you really are built to last. And I've been very intrigued with studies on something called resilience, and there's been a lot of really recent research in it uh, that has just been pretty amazing in what makes someone have resilience. In other words, there are people who are built to last. And one of the leading founders of this movement in studying resilience, without a doubt, said this, having faith in a God who loves you unconditionally is key, is key to having resilience. This father who builds your life, this faith that you can have in him that makes your foundation solid. So I, I want to talk a little bit about the message, uh, but I want to center in on two. There's everything was good, but I want to center in on two parts. One, what are your built-ins? What are the things God put inside you so that you could fulfill your purpose? John, John, what are your built-ins and how does that feed into your purpose? Um, I would say my built-in is patience. And for my pr purpose, um, I work with adults with disabilities and I feel like in that field, it's, patience is something that's needed because they are made differently than we are. They think differently than we are. And so in order for us to, order for me to be able to cater to that, I have to have patience to be able to meet them where they're at versus me trying to lead them somewhere where they don't want to go. So with patience in that, in that area, it's really important to be able to um, just be there for them and just be able to see where they want to go and how to take them in the steps to get them to the place where they want to be. Yeah, and I would even say, uh, I'm not going to say you're wrong on what you said, but I would add on to it. It's vital. It's vital for, like, if I had a family member who needed care, I would trust you in a second right. because of that patience you do have. And that they're, they're, they're going to be valued. They're going to be loved. And, and how are they ever going to be really cared for without that patience? But I love how that's feeding into your purpose, John. Yeah, it's actually a huge God story. Um, I used to be scared of adults with, with disabilities growing up. And when I came to Crossroads, I went to the Disabilities Ministry, and my life was like changed instantly because they love so much. Um, so now my whole entire trajectory for life has changed to want to open a nonprofit for them and to um, just work in that area because they're the forgotten. And a lot of and God has given me His eyes to see that, and so it's just really cool to see the whole entire turnaround that He was able to do that in that community. So it's, oh my it's gosh, really cool. that is so cool! Yeah. And I gotta say this, Tracy, you got your start in disabilities with us too, right? I did. Yeah, the first place I served was our disabilities ministry, and it totally changed my life. It's awesome. And 
now I'm on staff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For those of you who don't know, uh, and I brag about this all the time, uh, Tracy had a very, very successful career in the business world, and God started stirring inside her and brought her to be with us. And and actually, she's made Pam and mine's life so much better, Crossroads so much better. But what are one of your built-ins uh, that we talk about all the time that I really value that helps feed into your purpose? I would say it's a recent build-in. God built it in recently. <laughs> but uh, discernment, so I would say over, I've been on staff for almost four years, and so across that time, I think that God has been building that. Because we work uh, so closely together, there's obviously a need to discern uh, which way to go and who to talk to and how to talk to them. And so I think that God has been refining that for sure over the last four years, and it's grown and built out. <laughs> So you have an additional built-in that <laughs> yeah. built out. No, no, it built out. I'll tell you guys something that's kind of interesting. We were in, um, uh, more than once this has happened, but I'm thinking of one. You'll know right away what I'm talking about. I'm in this meeting, and we're talking and sharing and going back and forth. And it really uh, uh, was a pretty vital thing that if I agreed for the church to do it, uh, how that would affect the church. And so the meeting's over, and uh, the person leaves, and Tracy looks and goes, you cannot do this. And I said, what? This was great. She goes, no. And she goes, did you see how they were sitting? Did you catch what they said? Did you? And she started, I'm going, oh my gosh. This is like the twilight zone. Where was I? But it was the Holy Spirit protecting our church from what would have been a commitment we shouldn't have made. And uh, then it was very, very quickly after that proven true. And so it wasn't just a gut feeling. It was a spiritual direction that God had built into you that actually affected the lives of thousands of people in a positive way. And, and so I praise God for that and, and praise God for you being a part of that. One of the things Dr. Tara brought up that really got me though is, is the roots. Um, you know, all of us who are homeowners, and that was like a horror story to hear about roots infecting your foundation. Uh, by the way, one time, you guys, uh, I saw this beautiful, beautiful house for sale, but a very, very low market price. And I walked in with the realtor, and they go, the foundation's horrible. You can't buy it. And that, it was just, it, the house was basically worthless at that point, no matter how good it looked from the outside. So many people's lives are, are not what they could be because of the roots that have infected the foundation. And, and uh, Tim, you know, what hit you when we talked about that with Dr. Tara? Yeah, I, this is a section of scripture that I have just really been pouring over lately. Just the idea of us building our lives on the foundation. That I don't want to be like the foolish men. Uh, but like anybody, I would imagine roots can creep in. You think that you've done the best. Like she said, it was cut off. There was just the stump that was left. And yet somehow there were still some roots underneath. And while I believe that I've grown a lot through the years, I, I imagine there are still roots. And one in particular, uh, if I could be vulnerable, is I'm pretty judgmental. Uh, and Jesus talks pretty clearly, <laughs> don't judge because you're going to be judged in turn. And I find myself not always necessarily thinking that I'm better than someone, at least not on the surface, but I imagine that really is what it boils down to. Somewhere in there is that pride. And so I'm just really challenging myself. I really don't want that root of judgmentalism in me. Um, I, wanna, I wanna be love hopes all things and see people and see them the way Jesus does for sure. Yeah, and you and I have been around each other for years and uh, I've watched you get honest about that mm -hmm. and grow 
really, really grow, uh, which I think is important. Good. But uh, going back to her message, I think you've spotted that. Like, if I don't get rid of those roots, my kids will be affected. That's right. My wife will be affected. You know, you're, the people. My relationship with God. Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, and all the people you lead. Yeah. Yeah, and your relationship with God most of yeah. all. Yeah, that's really true. Elijah, uh, what hit you uh, in the idea of the roots that can go in and ruin the foundation? Um, I think for me, a root that I tend to struggle with is loneliness. And it affects the way that I build my relationships and the way that I spend my time. And if I'm not careful, I build these idols of just things to do and people to be around for the sake of not being lonely instead of for the glory of God. Um, And so I think, like, for me, just watching that and making sure that's not creeping in is a big thing. Yeah, and I, I think without a doubt that that loneliness creeping in is, God. you know, God said it, obviously, you know, this that it's not good for man to be alone. It's just one of the things not good in our life. But you're right. If you choose the wrong things to try to cure that with, then it'll end up poisoning everything else. And that is so uh, astute of you to pick up and to, to see. Um, one of the roots I think about is in Hebrews chapter 12, where it warns about the root of bitterness. Because I want to tell you, I, I don't know. If you got honest, I'm going to get honest. Tim, you got vulnerable. Elijah, you got vulnerable. Sometimes I get really aggravated at people and I can be embittered. Mm-hmm. It could start out little like this root that's going to grow and take over. Uh, but I want to tell you something I know as a Christian, as a pastor, and as a counselor. You can't be bitter against just one person. It will go against everybody. It will infect every area of your life. And just like Tim brought out, you know, the root, he's, judgmentalism can affect his relationship with God. Loneliness can cause you to feel like God's not enough. Um, And bitterness can take that away too. And some of you may be struggling with some things. But you know what? God, God is the one who will bring the answer. God is the one who will bring the healing. God is the one who will bring the love that will take it all away. And you'll begin to be someone who's built to last because you can know this God of unconditional love. You can know this God who's for you and not against you. You can know a God whose power is limitless and your problems are limited. And God will come and change everything about them. So right now, I want to ask you, how close are you to God? Are you in a relationship with Jesus that's real? where he's guiding you and empowering you and and showing you the built-in things in your life so you can fulfill your purpose? Are you living that out? And are you aware of the things that could ruin the foundation of everything that matters? Of a great friendship, great relationships, a great marriage, great family, maybe the the things that would ruin your, your professional aspirations. All those things could be yours if you follow Jesus. He will bless you. He'll guide you. He'll reward you. The Bible says that God is a rewarder of those who seek him. And so right now, if you would seek the Lord, you will get Jesus's love, blessing, power, promises. And I could go on and on reward. And he wants it for you. And how do you do that? Well, the first place you start is in prayer. Making a commitment saying to the Lord, I want to give my life to you. And right now, whether you need to do that for the first time or you need to recommit, I'm going to ask you to pray this prayer with me right where you are, no matter when you're watching or where you're watching. Right now, pray this prayer with me. Let's whisper it together. Say, Lord Jesus, I know you love me. And I know you died on the cross for me and you died for my sins. And I know you want to get rid of all those roots that could be there poisoning the very foundation of what matters in my life. 
of making it weak, making it ready to crumble. But now I ask you, I ask you, Lord, to cleanse me completely. I ask you to set me free from my past, from anything in my present that would keep me from you and your love. And I ask you now to fill me with your love, fill me with your spirit, and make me yours completely. And this I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen if you prayed that prayer. And if you prayed that prayer, praise God. But here's the thing. The first step is to pray the prayer. The next step is to make it known to the right people. And honestly, we're the right people. Why? Because we love you. We care about you. We want to help you get connected to God in a deep way. So how do you make yourself known? Uh, There's two ways. Either text AMEN to 77247. AMEN to 77247. Or you can also go to crossroadschurch.family and click there that you made a decision. When you do that, we're going to get right back to you. And we want to know your name. And let us know something about you. Let us know a way we can connect with you. Then we want to send you a free copy, an electronic copy of The Purpose Driven Life so you'll know how you take your built-ins and go fulfill your purpose in life. And we want to get that to you. So amen to 77247 or just go to crossroadschurch.family because we'd want to be family with you. So I want to say this. May God bless you. May his peace be upon you. May his love fill you. And may you be someone who's truly built to last. God bless you. And we'll see you soon. Thanks again for joining us. Here at Crossroads, we're all about helping people take their next step. So what's your next step? Whether you've made a decision to follow Jesus, want to be baptized, or you're interested in knowing more about God and the Bible through our Alpha class, we can help you take your next step at crossroadschurch.family. We also want to invite you to gather your family and friends to join us right here online next week. We're live on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. or Sundays at 9 a.m. So if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you'll never miss out on a new message. If you found this message encouraging, click the like button and let us know how we can pray for you this week in the comments. Finally, if your life is being impacted by Crossroads, and if you want to be part of making an impact all over the world, you can head to crossroadschurch.family to do that now. Thanks again for watching, and we'll see you next time.